0: I'm sorry for calling you the C-word in that text message <laughs> when you were late.
1: That was a 12.02. All right, I just yeah. to point I wasn't that late at the time. Let's get it started. Attention parents,
0: what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things.
2: I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, Sensation, horror, shock. <laughs> I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive
1: and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Never
0: rub another man's
1: rhubarb. <laughs>
3: disgusting
0: vomit inducing thing hola creepos welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps i am your host Vinny, the people's champion and there's my co-host
2: that is one big pile of shit
0: it's carl what's happening Vinny? paulino how you doing today buddy i'm trying to feel better man still recovering but i'm here and i'm smiling that's good i'm glad to see that How's everybody out there in the chat? Some folks are watching us live on YouTube. Gives a shit. Good point. Fucking moving on. (laughs) Someone posted something in the Discord today that uh, concerned me a little bit, Carl. Oh, really? What was that? I haven't seen that yet. Well, what they said was, hey, I was at work listening to the show, and then my co-worker asked me what I was listening to, and I said true crime, and he made it sound like that he actually told this person about the show, and he said, Carl, if I lose my friend... Over this show, I'm going to be very mad at you. Oh, that
1: would be your mistake, my friend. I don't tell people I'm on the show, let alone that I listen to it. Why? <laughs> as as has documented. Why
0: don't? <laughs> why is everyone so goddamn ashamed of the show? I like. I tell everybody. I tell people in line at Wegmans. Yeah, you would do that, which is way less creepier than the seven second porn challenge. Okay, maybe a little more creepier, but. I just want to say I can't I find be held responsible. I'm so upset that people are ashamed of this show. I Stop being of people
1: losing their jobs. Tell a friend over
0: this content. Tell a friend. We're not that bad kids. I mean, I can't say we're worse than anything else that's ever been on the radio.
1: Well, yeah. I think we could say that. Worse than anything that's ever been on the radio? Yeah, for sure. hundred <sighs> percent. Didn't I play audio of a girl getting raped on this show once? Yeah, but it was fake. <laughs> Yeah, but we didn't know that at the time, did we? (laughs) You claimed to (laughs) after. Carl tried to get out of trouble. Let's talk about what happened last week, Vinny. Would you like to? Yes, because we got to figure out we had creepiest Australian. Yes, we did. We both brought some very good cases.
0: My guy came on a baby. <laughs> he sure did. He certainly did. And I have the results right here.
1: Okay, and let's see. Because I
0: waited up last night to 11.59. Okay. 12 o'clock at 12.01. Here's the screenshots. And here Boom. they are. And it looks
1: like Vinny has 52% of the votes. That's <laughs> right. Ah, it's a close vote, man. And this
4: is a huge deal of going
3: oh,
0: Fuck
1: Another oh, point no. for me. Another point? Your first point.
0: It's your first point of this game. It's a good point. I earned it. And I'm uh, happy about it. I'm not, uh, you're not going to sweep me, buddy. Uh, that was a, sweep I, I had a good one
1: last week, too. The You had
0: two people. You were disqualified, in my opinion. Whatever. So that means I won. Now, this week, we're going to have a lot of fun with our creeps. We had to come up with a good theme we decided we were going to go with the creepiest California girl. Because why not? We've been traveling all over the world. We couldn't wait to get back in the States. Back to the creepiest
1: girls in the world, Carl. Are you excited for this category? I am excited for this category, Vinny. And uh, I just want to point out real quick that the score right now is one to two. I'm in the lead. But then we also have three points for the guests. Yeah, we're not having guests on anymore. Good idea. Yeah. Smart. Okay. So the score is uh, two to one. I'm in the lead. And let's get the creep off started. (laughs) Vinny, you once you go first, who is your creepiest California
0: female? Ladies and gentlemen, my creep today. She's fine, fresh, fierce, and she's got it on lock. I'm just kidding. My creep is an evil hell beast of a cunt. And not only did this gaping anus of a human being pray the weakest among us, she modeled her personal style after Sophia Petrello from Golden Girls. Here's a picture of her. Her
1: name is Dorothea Puente.
0: Yeah, okay, so she's an older lady. Yeah, yeah, she certainly is. But boy, did she live a hell of a fucking life, She was like her face
1: is collapsing into itself. She lived another good 20 years after this picture. She was like she could teach you the force.
0: <laughs> she certainly can. Okay. She certainly can after you drink her special tea. Okay. Now, let me tell you a little bit about her. I'm not gonna go all the way back. Good but let's just say Good. let's just say she had a Hey guys, re-
1: he's learning. <laughs>
0: right, go on. You know what? Fuck fuck you, Carl. In nineteen forty six she got <laughs> married for the first time and her husband left Damn. her, but she started telling people that he died of a heart attack. So she could con them out of money. So she figured out very young that she could con people for sympathy. Yep. She also tried to forge checks, but she got caught pretty quick, spent a year in jail. She got paroled. She gets out. After she gets uh, out, she's a bit of a whore, gets fucking knocked up by a guy she barely knew, gives the baby up for adoption. Now it's 1952. She marries a Swede named Axel Johansson. After 14 years Oh, of her- dude, what band does he front?
1: Axel, Axel Johansson. Johansson. Dude, that dude's awesome, man. He's got a vocal range. It's a like Das he,
0: Frankfurter. Like you've
1: never seen. Alex Johansson.
0: Was he in Scorpions? I like? think it was the Scorpions. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he beat the shit out of but She got arrested during that time in 1960. She was running a fucking brothel. Okay. So she was like a madam. Yep, yep. Uh, she got 90 days in so jail. So far,
1: nothing creepy going on here. Forge, forging checks. Forging checks, running a brothel. This is all California normal
0: right. so far. Well, then she got out of jail, and they got she got arrested for vagrancy 90
1: days later. Why? Do they still arrest people for vagrancy in California? I think that's pretty much fucking legal now, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. You're allowed to have, <laughs> like, pounds of weed, too. Yes. Like you could be homeless with tons of weed in California, and it's fine. You don't
1: have to wear a mask if you're homeless, too. It's great. There's no laws
0: that apply to you anymore. So... She decides after she gets in a little bit more trouble that she's going to uh, start working as a nurse's aide, caring for elderly and disabled people. Okay. And uh, she What happened ended with the
1: brothel? That seems like a good business. Well, she got
0: in trouble. She in, went to jail for it. Oh,
1: she went to jail for that. Yeah,
0: she went to jail for that. Then she got out of jail. Oh, and then she got arrested for vagrancy. she was a homeless person. Aid. Okay. So then she gets this job. And she did pretty good
1: at it. She ran a brothel. She's a smart cookie. Yeah, sure. So she starts running a boarding Although house. I would say that sex sells itself. You know to be that good at marketing to run a brothel, but go ahead. True.
0: So she starts running a boarding house, right? Yep. And uh, the boarding house apparently is a huge success. Nice. All the junkies love her boarding house. Nice. They're like, oh, that Dorothea, she's just the best. She's baking cookies. What year are we talking about? Uh, here? This is like the 70s. In okay. fact, her homeless shelter was visited by three California governors, including Ron Reagan. Oh, no kidding. Ron Reagan went over to this bitch's house.
1: I got to say the 70s was a peak era in America because it was the peak of cocaine and there was no AIDS yet. So you could have a lot of fun in California. Yeah, in the Reagan 70s. came
0: over there and ran a fucking train on her. Nice. So here's the interesting thing. She got divorced during this time. Then she got remarried to a guy who was 20 years younger than her. Okay. This guy leaves her very quickly. Mm. And uh things start to go downhill for her. And she's got to figure out, you know, her husband's gone, she's a little
3: bored, how could she make some money? And, you know, once a criminal, always a criminal, eh, Carl? Sure. Once her final husband was out of the picture, Puente started hanging out at local bars, meeting older men who received benefits, then forging their signatures and stealing their money. Yeah. She was caught in the act, but only received five years of probation. So this sentence also barred her from operating the boarding house, so she started working as an in-home caregiver.
0: Now... That's a bummer. She yeah. had something good going. She decides to fucking fuck around, and, and it gets worse for her. So now she's an in-home caregiver. What's she going to do? She's making way less money. Yeah.
3: While doing this, she would drug her patients and steal their valuable.
0: Good. So she just started drugging the people. That works. With, and stealing their shit. That'll work. Like, Dorothea, she's a smart cookie, like I said.
3: She's like, you know what? I can't run a boarding house, but what I can do is... Uh, At this time, she also started renting out an apartment on the second floor of her home, which was located just down the street from the boarding house.
0: Now, she's drugging and robbing
3: people. She's renting this room. Her first tenant, Ruth Monroe, died of an overdose of painkillers. Puente convinced the police that she had been depressed, so they ruled it a suicide. She probably Uh, felt pretty good, though, right before she died.
0: Yeah, she probably did. But uh, at this point, she wasn't able to quite do this the way she wanted to, because what she wanted to do was find a way to make this person die, but also get their social security checks and all of her uh, money coming in. Okay. So that was her plan. It didn't work out. Yeah, it's going to
1: be tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull that one off. Right.
3: So unfortunately, shortly after that, Puente was arrested for her scam of drugging patients and stealing from them. She but was
0: sentenced to five years in prison.
1: She gets it busted for everything she does. She yes. sucks as a well, criminal. Well, she's
0: on probation for five years, Jesus. and now she's busted this for... This is like her sixth prison stunt. Right. Now, here's what they said about her in prison. Here's what a psychologist thought of her.
3: Puente was evaluated by psychologists before being released from prison in 1985 and was diagnosed as schizophrenic. The psychologist wrote, quote, This woman is a disturbed woman who does not appear to have remorse or regret for what she does.
0: While she was in prison,
3: she meets a gentleman by the name of Everson. She would be released after three years, but while inside she had met a man named Everson Gilmuth. Gilmuth was a retiree who would write letters to women in prison she developed a relationship with the man because she wanted someone she could scam as soon as she got out of prison.
0: And what bigger sucker is it than the guy who's fucking writing for love into prison? Jesus. That's not even an app. Like you can't, <laughs> right? yeah, right, that <laughs> takes that. a lot of work. Yes, yeah. that's a really stupid thing to do. Ugh. So, she's like, "Okay, this guy might be there for me." And uh Emerson,
3: she got her wish when she was released from prison and Gilmoth was waiting to pick her up in his red Ford pickup.
0: Things went very well. They were uh, almost inseparable as far as everyone could tell. She was living at his house, hanging out. What year year is this now? We're talking about 85. Okay. Okay. So uh, she hires a guy
3: to uh, come and do some work on the house. After her release, Puente hired a local handyman, Ismael Flores, to do some work around her house. She had him install some wood paneling at her house, and she was also able to sell him a red Ford pickup that she had recently acquired. Huh. After that, she asked Flores to build her a wooden chest to use for storage.
1: Yeah. What kind of stuff is she going to store in a wooden chest, do you think?
3: She wanted it to be six feet long, okay. three feet wide, and yep. two feet deep. Huh. Flores agreed and had it finished by the next day. Puente like used the box to dispose of Gilmoth's body, though she continued to collect his pension.
0: She did it. She did it. She
3: figured it out. She, she had, had to, to move her. into their house. Yes, right. She
0: didn't marry her, but she had to move into their gotcha.
3: house. Okay. Now, uh, whatever happened to good old Everson? On January 1st, 1986, a fisherman spotted the box partially submerged in the water and notified the police. When they opened the box, they found the decaying remains of an elderly man in nothing but underwear.
0: And they couldn't identify the body. They had no idea who this was. Okay, She was free and clear. But here's my thought on this. Bury the fucking coffin, you idiot! Well, I guess it worked out, though, right? I guess, but I mean, what is this fucking body Moses? You're going to fucking put it on the water and yeah. send it out to fucking float away? <laughs> Wood floats, <laughs> you crazy old bitch! Yeah. Wood fucking floats! She keeps getting his checks, but she moves back to her old house, and guess what she decides to do? Rent out a room again. But this time... She talked to some old friends of hers who were the laziest people on the planet, Mm -hmm. social workers. Oh, okay. And social workers started setting her clients because they remember her from the good old days when she ran the fucking halfway house. Sure.
3: A social worker eventually reported one of her case subjects missing to the police. The disabled man named Alberto Montoya was referred to Puente to board at her house. The police, led by homicide detective John Cabrera searched her house but didn't find anything incriminating. The grandmotherly woman maintained that her tenant had taken a trip to Utah, and when the investigator asked if they could dig up some freshly disturbed soil in her yard, she even let them borrow a shovel. She let them use the shovel. While the police were digging, they uncovered remains buried on the property. When they showed Puente what they found, she seemed genuinely surprised, which investigators now know is due to her lifetime of being a con artist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my! What?! Could you you believe it? I mean, it's not a bad strategy to just act like you're totally oblivious. Like, I'll I'll help you with anything you want. I I love these people.
0: So the body that they found was too old to be Montoya's because he had been seen. And this body had been there for a while. Okay. So they took her down to the police station. They're like, well, she's just a sweet old lady. But they're like, we're still going to go dig up this property tomorrow. They let her go home. Sure. The next morning, the cops show up.
3: The next morning, more authorities arrived to continue searching her property. Before they started, Puente asked Detective Cabrera if she was under arrest. When they said no, she asked if she could go down the street for some coffee. Authorities agreed, and she left the property. (laughs) What they didn't know at the time was that she had about $2,500 stuffed into her oversized purse.
0: Feats don't fail me (laughs) now!
3: So, ready for this? Yeah. It was only 21 minutes later that they uncovered a second set of remains. <laughs> Police officers raced down the street to arrest Puente, but she was gone.
0: She's gone! Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>, she's gone. <laughs> In the most least surprising headline, she's gone. Yep, I saw that one coming. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. She was like, okay, time to get out of here. And uh, where did she go?
3: Puente fled to Los Angeles, where she kept a low profile at a downtown hotel that she checked into under the name Dorothea Johansson falling back onto her old tricks, she headed to a bar and befriended an elderly pensioner. Unfortunately for her, the man recognized her from a television report and he notified the police. Whoops. She was quickly
1: arrested. Aww. Aww. That would have worked, too. So, Doris, well, She didn't change her first name? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my name to Carl Cheeseburger.
3: I
0: mean, <laughs> <laughs> look at this bitch. She's a Dorothea. Look at her. She is a Dorothea. I know. So guess how many bodies they pulled off the property. How many bodies did they find? Nine. Wow. She was busy. So apparently, what she was doing. Is she the one digging up these holes, though? No, she was hiring vagrants. Uh-huh. And the more drug addicts they were sending her, she was like, Could you do me a favor and dig a hole over here? Nice. She had parts of the property filled in with concrete. Uh-huh. They had to dig up uh, like a bunch of slabs of concrete that were planted that were out there that were relatively fresh. Yeah. And they have the whole video of this woman being questioned. And the whole time she's like, Who, oh, me, dear heart? I would never do anything like this. Right. So she maintained her innocence, but uh, she went to trial and uh, she was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. And she died in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She was pretty much almost there. Anyway, She
0: died in 2011. Okay. So she, she had a good run. Okay. And that house of hers is like now a touristy landmark. landmark, And these people who own it now are fucking on the travel channel all the time. Serial killer houses. Really? Yeah. Look at this bitch's house. So they own it, but they don't live there. No, they live there. They, they live in this house. They live in this house. Why? Because they're crazy. Okay. So what she was doing was she was drugging these people and suffocating them. Okay. And then she was basically somehow getting these bodies out there buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, the holes were dug first by these guys. And eventually those guys
1: who were digging the holes ended up in the other fucking holes. Right. That's how that works. Oh. Kind of like the beginning of uh, Dark Knight you know yeah a little bit each of the guys is like oh yeah the joker told me the same thing Poop. <laughs> hey um so i'm confused did she make money on this what what was the deal uh, what was the motivation here to just start make money murdering baby everyone was she getting checks from the government yes for th- these, people? these people's
0: mail was showing up to the house
1: so she was just forging, forging their names and, doing all that cash in the check yep so could that be an exit strategy for us because the patreon is not really taking off the way that i had hoped it would it's well, actually we talk doing pretty after. good this week. We can talk
0: after. <laughs> it's doing pretty good this week.
1: We have lots of it.
0: To, I mean, patrons. <laughs> we just did a Hall of Fame episode, people. We did. And by the way, can I say tomorrow, uh, it'll probably be released by like Wednesday morning, but there's going to be a new episode coming out. It's a new bonus episode. Vinny and Kaya are going to be watching. To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen.
1: Very excited for that. I'm going to stop by for a little bit. That'll be fun. Yes, that, that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, People can gonna, watch it on Kaya's Twitch stream, right? Yeah, you're
0: going to be able to watch it on Kaya's Twitch stream, and if I could figure out, because he's sending me the signal, if I could figure out how to broadcast it, I'll throw it up on the Patreon. Cool. So you can tune in for that, too, and watch it with us. All right, Carl. Go ahead. Who's your creep? All no right. one's creepier than this crazy old bitch.
1: All right, if you say so, but I think I got you beat. So, remind me again. Remind me again with the... Dude, I'm so out of it. I don't even know who that is. Katy Perry. It's Katy Perry. Okay. You could have told me Taylor Swift. You could have told... I I don't know. What? You
0: don't know California Girls by Katy Perry?
1: Anyway... Oh, that's right. You grew up in Spencerport. Remind me. (laughs) I grew up in San Diego. All right. Whatever. You're the best. Remind me, please. Uh, What's the category that we're doing this week specifically? All right, Bruce Jenner. I win. Uh, oh, you ready for a scum
0: parade? I going to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. My, my, creep this week, my creep this week is someone who was really big in the news a few years ago after Trump was elected because um, she had a little bit of a problem. Earlier this week, as you doubtless saw, Kathy Griffin released a video of herself posing with a bloody mannequin head made up to look like President Trump. Well, as comedy so, it nobody thought it was funny. As performance art, it was lame, least creative stunt of the week by far. As a political statement, it didn't even make any sense. But it did have the effect of briefly making Griffin famous again. And of course, that was likely the whole point. Sorry to bring Tucker Carlson out of the show. But anyway, I couldn't. I thought that was Hannity. I swear to God. Oh, no, that was Tucker. So this is Kathy Griffin. As you may recall, she did this photo op thing where she's holding Trump's bloodied head. Yeah. And it was like this political state. Who knows what kind of nonsense it was. It was dad with the patriarchy. Yeah, right. And. And. After that happened, of course, that's kind of like a death threat to the president, and Secret Service takes that pretty seriously. And so she was kind of worried that she'd be put away for doing that, and because of that, she decided to do an apology video with no makeup. On. I can't, okay. and this is the video I sent you, video. If you want to pull this up, this uh, is. I don't know how you get creepier than this. I, this is a ghoul. This woman is not. Hold on, here comes kids.
0: <laughs> Here comes the video. Yeah.
4: Hey, everybody, it's me, Kat. Oh! I sincerely apologize. I am just now seeing the reaction of these images. I'm a comic. I crossed the line. I moved the line, then I crossed it. I went way too far. The image is too disturbing. I understand how it offends people. It wasn't funny. I get it. I've made a lot of mistakes in my career. I will continue. I asked your forgiveness. <laughs> this is a taking mistake. taking down the image. I'm going to ask the photographer to take down the image, and I beg for your forgiveness. I went too far. I made a mistake, and I was wrong.
1: I didn't send you HD quality.
0: You're welcome. Okay, so. That was on purpose. My question was, are you sure that wasn't
1: Carrot Top? <laughs> yeah, I know. That is, by the way, that's a woman. You would swear 70 or 80 years old. She's in her fifties at the time that that video was shot. Fucking, her hair is as red as Little Orphan Annie's. Jesus. Jesus. So I don't know if you know who Rennie Martin is from Big Brother season ten, but no, <laughs> this is Rennie talking about Kathy Griffin. It does,
4: She's got. I don't even know what the woman is. I don't know if she's a woman. I don't know if she's a man. I don't know if she's a, a transvestite. I don't know if she's a drag queen.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. I'm with you on that one, Renny. I'm I'm a little confused. Did you really pick Kathy Griffin? Yeah, this this is Kathy Griffin. So after that apology video came out, you might remember that then she was doing the rounds and standing by the apology.
4: Image that I participated in, that apology absolutely stands. I feel horrible. I have performed in war zones. The idea that... This, you know, uh, made people think of this tragedy to have been touched by this tragedy is is horrifying and it's horrible.
1: All right. So she Mm. realizes that this was not a good move. It triggered a lot of people, you know, taking the head of the president off of his body. Not a fun image, but she quickly turns this around and decides that she's the victim here.
4: I just wanted to say, you know, if you don't stand up, you get run over. And what's happening to me has never happened ever in the history of this great country, which is that a sitting president of the United States and his grown children and the first lady are personally, I feel personally trying to ruin my life forever.
1: No Um, president has ever tried to ruin someone's life forever. Well, there was Truman. And Linda Johnson, pretty much had Kennedy fucking shot in the yeah. head. So there's him. Yeah, but, but this is, know. she's the first one uh, this has ever happened to. She can't believe I was being persecuted now. But and she's like, and I think they're coming oh, after Monica- me. Monica Lewinsky doing? They're right, coming the after me personally. It's like, yeah, yeah you're the one who threaten the life of the president you I, held i mean <laughs> how do you not understand not for this? Nothing. you
0: could feel however you want to about the man he's a celebrity you should feel like he's above this but she held up a picture of his severed head yes that's
1: a little it was past. pretty graphic and gory it wasn't like cute and fun no you know, like the way we would have done it
0: yeah it would have been silly if we had done it <laughs> yeah. i would have had like some like little action figures in the background sure. floating around it would have been fun
1: uh so i mean she threatened the sitting president but now she's getting death threats. Oh, no. The death
4: threats that I'm getting are constant and they are detailed and they are serious and they are specific.
1: So I was just thinking about this. If she's getting death threats. Dear Crypt Keeper. <laughs> if she's getting death threats that are detailed and specific, shouldn't that work its way into her stand-up act? Be way funnier than anything she's ever written. Didn't she do that whole, wasn't that the bit she had on Seinfeld when she was like the comedian?
0: And Jerry the Devil Seinfeld read this note to me and da da oh, da was not that what she that. did?
1: Uh, you might be right. So this is, where, where this is all heading to, is Kathy's life is ruined, her career is over.
4: I don't think I will have a career after this. Well, I think okay. he, I think he, I think he, I'm gonna be honest, he broke me. He broke me. He broke me. And then I was like, no, this isn't right. It's just not right. There's a bunch of old white guys trying to silence me, and I'm just here to say that's wrong
1: so now it's like old white guys are are the problem this is the woman who threatened the president's life uh, with a viral image and now she's going and these old white men they just want to ruin
0: me you need to stop with the threat in the president's life Uh uh-huh she took a tasteless picture all right i mean you can everybody here is way too sensitive She's way too sensitive. They're way too sensitive. The fact that they're sending death threats over something stupid a comedian did. Everybody's
1: too sensitive here. Too sensitive? I mean, are there people who want Trump dead? I was just talking about one yesterday, one stuttering John Melendez. There's millions of them, Vinny. So when you have something like this going around the internet, it's something to be sensitive about, I would imagine. I would imagine but if you had millions of people wanted to kill you, and someone was like, yeah, we should kill this guy. You'd be like, I don't want that person saying that. Yeah, would you please stop? I'm going <laughs> to ask you nicely to stop. Um, so you heard it here. She does the apology without the makeup, which was a mistake. And then she goes on, and she's apologizing, but then she's turning herself into the victim. And oh, she sucks. She career absolutely sucks. anymore. Well, fast forward a year later, she's on The View. <laughs>
3: It was, a, it,
4: I can't believe it's been what a year a since this. I know. It's, it's a year this month that that picture was released. Right. And um, we already described What year it's the, been. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I take the apology back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What you what didn't hear was she
1: said, fuck him and they had to bleep that she's on the view i take the apology back fuck him kathy griffin has decided that she's no longer sorry about that and it's not because she was sorry before she was just worried she was going to lose her career and now this is happening
4: look i'm not holding back on this family this president is different and i have been through the mill and so now i'm back on the road i sold out carnegie hall in less than 24 hours
1: so really it's just it's all about kathy as long as her career's going and she's got fans, she's like, oh my gosh, people hate me, I apologize. Oh, some people like me? I don't apologize then! woo yeah, let's go!
0: Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should have grabbed that. Kathy, Kathy. So let's talk about the creepiest part about this woman. Her face. Second creepiest part about this woman. Vagina. Her stand-up. Oh, I can't even oh, imagine. Oh, Vinny, this is how she comes out of the gate with her latest stand-up special. And it's the all the shit you'd expect from Kathy Griffin.
4: Let me just say, I'm going to be so politically incorrect, you might get sued just for being in the audience.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I'm
4: pissing off everybody. I'm naming names. I'm telling tales out of school.
1: Oh. There are going to be
4: a lot of people that aren't going to be talking
1: to any of us tomorrow oh, this is the only thing she does she just gossips about celebrities this is what her tv show was this well, is that's her what chelsea handler did and that's over with well chelsea handler at least can write a joke kathy griffin i've never seen any evidence that this woman can write anything that's funny she just says things and all the cut shots in this theater are to men going whoa like Who the fuck are these people? I've never met these people in my life. That skeleton lady just rocked my brain. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, is anyone safe from Kathy Griffin? I guess not. Uh, And also... She opened up and she was like... Listen,
4: I am not nice, I am not (laughs) kind, and I am wonderful.
1: Uh, Also, getting back to our friend, Renny Martin, uh, she talks about Kathy Griffin when she was doing the New Year's cnn stuff do you remember that oh god she was on new
0: year's eve do you remember when jenny mccarthy gave uh, like some soldier herpes
1: i do (laughs) yes that guy's still in the hospital by the way but however
4: this woman i don't know like she gets on my nerves like doing that new year's eve i wasn't home to watch it but i heard about it and then i saw the video with her like getting on her knees Trying to trying to give Anderson Cooper and it, it she it looks like she wants to give him a blow job when the family's sitting around the TV while the ball drops? Are you out of your mind?
1: I think she lost that gig, Kathy um, Griffin. Um so Anderson Cooper was like, dude, relax
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> perfect today's episode hey dude relax <laughs> <laughs> dude relax come on I'm not as drunk as you uh, this is the last clip I want to play this is an example of an applause break of Kathy's stand up now Vinny this is the hope of every comedian you get this applause break you can kind of riff a little bit while people are still oh, laughing and applauding uh, alright you ready for this no. one No. I mean you might be able to learn a thing or two about crafting a joke when you hear this one
4: I saw Tommy Lee at an awards show two weeks ago I got crabs from looking at him I'm not kidding I looked at him and I was like fuck Tommy get out of here get out of here keep it moving Tommy so
1: so you see Tommy Lee from Motley Crue has famously slept with a lot of women I think you mean Axel Johansson <laughs> well there's also Axel Johansson that guy's pretty cool too Tommy Lee probably has an STD or two. And so what Kathy says is uh, this is the funny part. She goes, I saw him two weeks ago and got crab's just from looking at them, because you can't get crammed from somebody if you just look at them. Hey, you notice how that's almost exactly the same joke
0: that she did at the opener that you played me? Where she's like, you could just get go to jail just for being in the audience.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. well, that's such a crazy exaggeration. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Like the same, it's
0: basically the same joke.
1: It's basically the same joke. Yeah. Vote yeah, for Carl stuff. and Kathy Griffin on the creepoff.com if you are a true American. Or if you're not from America and just hate Kathy Griffin anyway.
4: Why you being a dickhead fool? Stop being a dickhead.
0: All right. Now, Carl, I have a, uh, a surprise for you. Oh, good. We have a dear Carl. Beautiful. Are you excited? I am excited. I love giving out advice because I've lived my life perfectly. Well, this came in from a guy by the name of. Uh, oh, where'd he go? Uh, Trozier <laughs>
1: okay. I
0: don't know okay. what that is but yeah don't have any idea this is he said uh, need some gambling advice who should I bet on in this fight and he sent an audio clip okay
3: said the crew during the break saying are, are you really going to fight 10 midgets and is this going to be real or staged uh, and the answer is <laughs> no that's that's in the works A big organization big national group uh, they wanting me to do something like this for a while and I, and I said what about midgets and no, I mean, with boxing gloves, I think I will probably beat my ass pretty bad. Uh, and, and that's kind of the, the fun of the thing.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Croge, for sending that wow. to me. Uh, so, who would you put your money on? The Ted Midgets or
1: Alex Jones? Oh, I, I got to think, Alex Jones is so drunk. Yeah. He's just so drunk. All the time. But does that
0: make him more violent, or does it make him a happier drunk?
1: He's a, mostly a happy
0: drunk. But what do you think happens when the adrenaline gets flowing? Like if these little, little what, fellas start throwing
1: punches at him. This is what I'm picturing. And he's had some wine. Two guys stack up behind him, and then w- the other guys push him over so that he trips over the other guys, yep. and then he's done.
3: Right, As right. soon as
1: he lands on the ground, he's done. I Put my money on the midgets. Here's what I think they do. I think <laughs>
0: three of them.
2: Is Get a on each other's clip?
0: shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And they put on a trench coat. Yeah,
1: they look like with a a With some adult.
0: boxing gloves. so they come out like they're <laughs> going to fight him like an adult. And he's all confused. And then the other ones come at him from the side like raptors.
1: That's a good strategy, too. Yeah, my money's on the little people. Yeah, my money's on the little people. I, Alex Jones might have a heart attack in the ring, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they might not have to even touch him to win this fight. Right. Great question, though. Great question. Okay, so uh, I got some voice. By, by the way, I want to point something out. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. that's current content on Alex Jones, I need to be tuning in, because that's fucking hilarious. Where do you even find Alex Jones now? It's, every, it's everywhere. I just can't go to YouTube or Facebook, obviously. You go to Infowars.com, Vinny, or PrisonPlanet.tv. The creep off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse. All the happiness of Cuba with none of the medical care. <laughs> That's a good one.
0: That's a good one. All right, Carl, Topical, I like it. Another voicemail from Carl, folks.
3: Hey Ben, this is Carl. And just like my childhood O.J. Simpson, I've written a book, "The Most Innocent Man in America: How One Man from Rochester Got Bill Cosby Acquitted of All Crimes." Forward by Stutter John Melendez and narrated by Vic and Audible. Get
1: it now. I don't want to hear that. I'm still working on it. You can't get it now, but okay. so you can pre-order. Uh, I got a voicemail that cool. came in on the WATP line. Hey, sorry to call again. Uh, cut this part out. I don't edit excuses, the voicemails, asshole. Just do it.
2: This is for the creep-off. I feel like Vinny had something to do with Bill Cosby getting out. Me like, too. I had this theory
1: that somebody mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. heard like, the creep-off a couple weeks ago. Yep. And... Yep. Mm-hmm. Keep going.
3: Vinny's argument swayed them in the wrong direction. Correct, and that's why Cosby is
0: right. Yeah, wouldn't
1: it be Carl's right. argument? A theory. No, it was Vinny's. That no, was a very it would good be theory. you. You're the one going. He that, that was a perfect. A that was a perfect theory. I can't find any flaws in that logic. I think that that is correct. Vinny, you're a bad person. You're freeing serial rapists, and it's a problem. It's this show is a problem. If you're doing, you gonna keep doing that. If you keep that fucking horse shit up. I meant to shut some shit down around here. Someone's going to uh, dig up Dorothea. <laughs> They're going to commute her
0: sentence next week. All right, here's another one.
3: Wrestling God,
0: Two-Face Goblin Fucker, Wrestling God, Two-Face
1: Goblin Fucker, God fucking damn it. You know when you get like two
2: seconds of a song from a podcast voice, voicemail segment stuck in your head? Uh, and you can't get a fucking. Out of I yet. do, I know. I think calling Carl a goblin fucker probably. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Probably what did it, but.
1: Yeah.
3: Anyway,
0: hope good. you guys are busy fucking stuff.
1: All right, thank you. That was good. I got one that uh, has some some production going on. Oh, here. I like it. Yeah.
2: What's up, Vinny? It's your boy James Obsolete here in the studio with hot caca c- Carla. <laughs> I'm not like
1: some super crazy awesome dude.
2: Oh, Carl. You are most certainly not. He will not shut the fuck up about how proud he is about that bonus episode. And if the goal was to make your audience want to kill themselves and stop eating forever, yeah. Yeah, you should be proud. I was drinking a smoothie when it came around to that oh, of,
0: bad
1: uh, choice. diaper goo.
2: And goddamn, I haven't eaten since. <laughs> diaper I'm going to try goo. eating some pizza later. Goddamn, that was the grossest episode of anything I've ever heard in my entire life. It's pretty bad. Holy fucking shit. I, oh, it was awesome in all senses of the word. Uh, anything else you want to say, Carl? I'm about to end the call.
1: Listen, guys, I'm not some super awesome dude.
2: Yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck yourself, Jesus Carl. Jesus Christ. on True Believers FTW. James Obsolete out. <laughs> call me back geek why
1: did i just get an ftw in you there just james obsolete you Fuck just yeah did. brother we're gonna meet him in uh, chicago too all right when we go there so uh he's talking of course about our hall of fame episode that just dropped on our patreon and uh what was the name of this guy pamper chew pamper chew entered into the creep off
0: hall of fame it was the first time we've done abducted. an episode and i and i said it during the show where I regretted it, like it was such a nice day outside, and I'm watching videos of a grown man dressed like a bunny playing with dirty diapers. yeah
1: that's all we need to say,,
0: Ugh. Uh, all right, last one, I think we need to freshen up these consequences a bit, fellow do we um
2: one that came to mind was <laughs> a voicemail only episode. Um, I guess this could kind of just hurt Carl Pretty either punishing. way, but maybe Vinny could do it on the Patreon, but
0: never all
2: voicemails.
0: What am I? Dick Clark? That's,
2: that's
0: Fuck that. We're uh, punishing the audience. I'm, I'm confused why we would do that. I would be wildly annoyed listening to voicemails for like an hour. Uh, I got one more. All right. It's a
1: short one.
3: There are three things I know. Jesus was Brown. Nine Eleven was a setup. And Vinny Paulino is a fat, fat liberal fuck. <laughs>
1: I'm not a liberal, you idiot. Well, he said Jesus was proud and that it was a setup, so.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. <clears throat> I think that's the point. Anywho. Uh, ready for the scum parade? I am ready for a scum parade. Let's get that. Because Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society.
2: And they're going to take you on a scum parade.
0: Let's start off today in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A Tulsa man was arrested last Wednesday after a 12-year-old girl showed up at the hospital ready to deliver his baby. Oh, oops. Uh Oopsie-daisy. According to his arrest, Juan Miranda Jara confessed that he... Confessed after he was read as Miranda rights that he had that he and the girl started a relationship that turned sexual last fall. The report states he told officials they started having sex in October 2020. I mean height height of the pandemic.
1: Um, they never say what age Juan is. Is he too old to have a girlfriend? He's 12. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because they just they never say well, his he has age. a beard. So. They, I, I know. I'm just curious though because they never did say his age. I wasn't sure. If that was okay or police not. were called
0: when Miranda Jar and the girl showed up at the hospital mid-late in mid-labor, and he said he and the girl were still in a relationship. I have you say I found her by the side of the road. I have all kinds
1: of advice for this guy. Yeah, please, all kinds, dear, dear Carl. First off, you don't need to be there while your girlfriend's giving birth. Where you should be is the next state over. The conversation should have been, "Are you coming to the hospital?" Uh, no, I'm going to Arizona. That's where I'm going to be Correct. That's really fucking stupid. Also, Adam Carolla always preaches come on the tits. You yeah. know, in these third-world nah. countries and stuff like just come on the tits. The problem is that strategy might not work with a 12-year-old. <laughs> so I could see where he'd get confused. Carl? Yeah, was that was that right? Here's my
0: here's my advice to anyone who is entertaining the idea of having a sexual relationship with someone who is under the legal age. <laughs> no, that's not ah! It. Ah! That's wrong. <laughs> it's actually you the-
1: Rickrolled yourself. <laughs> Whoops! That's hilarious. Stop it. Yeah. Get some help. Man. That's the drop. That's, That's the drop you're we looking want. for. Um, so it's interesting. You know, this guy has millions of sperm, but it only takes Juan. The cops are like, "You are the father." <laughs> it's like, no. This
0: guy, he is going to jail. We don't know what's uh, how long he's gonna get, but. He knocked up a twelve-year-old. Who know you could even do that? Yeah, yeah, that's not easy. Well, let's head over to Texas, shall we? Let's do it. Another state over. A hook, a Hooks Texas man is facing charges of child sexual abuse, possession of child pornography, and bestiality in Bowie County. Court records show that Cody Austin Wright is currently being held in jail on bonds totaling more than one point four million dollars. Wright is charged with aggravated sexual assault of a child involving a 14-year-old girl who Wright allegedly molested at his home. According to probable cause documents, the girl made an outcry of abuse and an investigation began. The girl reported that Wright had windows installed in his home's master bathroom with two-way tint, which allowed him to watch and record her while in the shower. Investigators searched Wright's home and allegedly found recording equipment at the victim, as the victim described. Investigators seized and searched Wright's cell phone. And, uh, uh-oh, here we go again with the phone. It allegedly contained pornographic images of the 14-year-old girl, as well as video of Wright engaged in bestiality with a female medium-sized dog. I, this guy wants to put his dick in everything. I wouldn't even sit on the couch in this guy's place. Wright, <laughs> Wright's phone allegedly showed that the video with the dog was recorded June 10th. The same day, Wright allegedly conducted Google searches for the following things, dog sedative,
1: dog sedative Benadryl. Every time, and we see this in stories propping up a lot lately, when they talk about the Google searches of the uh, alleged criminal. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me because if you checked my Google searches, there's some hate of shit going on. Oh,
0: God. I
1: would be attached to so many crimes if yeah. people are like, well, I mean, this hamburger guy the was fucking. My top Googling. three searches
0: are clubfoot anal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> Carl's. <laughs>
0: All uh, right. Uh, so, detectives determined that Child Protective Services received a report less than 10 years ago that Wright was watching pornography with a young girl. She and her younger sister were interviewed and alleged reported sexual abuse by Wright, bringing the number of alleged child victims to three. Wright is currently charged with aggravated sexual assault of a child, two counts of indecency with a child, possession of child pornography and bestiality,
1: $1.4 million bond, as we said. Wait, he was watching porn with young children? Young yeah. girls? Yeah. What was he like? You want to watch uh, Cherry Poppins? Have you seen Sex Toy Story yet? <laughs> Woody's a dildo and Buzz is a vibrator.
0: That's not real. It probably is real. What am I talking about? Maybe
1: it was something newer like Wreck Her Ralph. Okay, you have these written down, don't you? <laughs> I do. The wine King. <laughs> the Loin King? <laughs> Ph- Phallus in Wonderland. Okay. Okay. My favorite one. Snow White and the Seven Big Black Cocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a fu- that's a fun movie to watch with the girls. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall.
0: <laughs> all right. How it's hung there at all. All right. So let's head over to Florida, shall we? I've spent some time in Daytona Beach. Me
1: too. It's a fucked up place. It is. It's more like the deep south than it is like uh, southern Florida. Right. It's not southern Florida. It's, it's not. like
0: mid no, right. Florida. So it's like halfway down there. But you have to really give up to get all the way down to the bottom of that fucking dick of a state. The 32-year-old 32, 32 Daytona Beach Man has been charged with multiple crimes after police say he was caught swinging a stolen alligator around by its tail in order to, quote, teach it a lesson. Okay. William Hodge, a fisherman, was seen at roughly 321 a.m. Thursday attempting to throw a live gator onto a building roof. According to a police affidavit, Say so they observed William Hodge take the alligator by its tail, hit it against the building awning, slam the alligator onto the ground, and stomp on it twice. Then he threw the alligator over his shoulder, then threw it down to the ground as if he was trying to injure the gator. Who are you rooting for here? I'm wildly confused. Yeah, like you would think that a man assaulting an alligator is like a hero? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, their crocodile hunter made a whole fucking career out of this. Well, apparently this particular alligator... I'm going to stick my finger in its butt, mate! <laughs> <laughs> they really hate this!
0: If you ever want to really laugh hard at something, do yourself a favor and look up uh, Norm MacDonald on The Daily Show right after the uh, crocodile hunter died. Okay. It's one of the greatest things I've ever okay. seen. Um, either way, the reason why they were upset about this particular alligator is because it belonged to the miniature golf course that's across the street wait, that had it in an enclosure wait, wait, wait.
1: why does a mini golf course have an alligator it's florida why wouldn't can I? those people be locked up can <laughs> the people who run this <laughs> golf course be locked up please
0: no that's tourists they want oh you want to see a gator come on over here and play golf that's ridiculous it's absolutely it's florida son so that would be a hell of a sand trap though wouldn't it
1: oh <laughs> you're in the gator <laughs> sand fuck
0: <laughs> you got to be real careful. The place is called Congo River Golf. He jumped the fence to the alligator enclosure and stole the alligator. Yeah. He uh, needed to teach
1: it a lesson, apparently. Apparently,
0: you know, he had too many strokes on the fifth, and he was a little pissed. <laughs> yeah, right. So the animal is going to be okay, I guess? Is Casey- as okay as an alligator
1: could be? By the way, I'm not looking at the chat. Is is Casey Chick explaining? what's going on here in Florida to us. I'm just assuming that she's like, Oh yeah, everyone's got alligators. Oh absolutely. Golf. I knew it. I knew Last it. comment. <laughs> I
0: knew it. It's north central Florida. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'd be surprised if a mini golf course didn't have an alligator, <laughs> oh, she says. Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah. You really. put her you put her on uh, your podcast and now she feels like she has to have a voice at all Fucking
0: times. I'm it up over there. <laughs> Jeez.
1: I did listen to uh, Creeps and Roses episode one by Ugh. the way. And who's the maniac that was on that show? That's Mike Barry. Oh, no. I I think his name was Vinny. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Barry is fucking a crazy
0: person. (laughs) Yeah, I know. He's one of my favorite people. I'm trying to get him to come back on there, but some restaurant hired him to work in the kitchen. So I figure it'll be a couple weeks before he gets fired and he'll be back. Keep him in
1: the kitchen. Do not let him leave the kitchen.
0: He's a charming motherfucker. But yeah, keep him in the kitchen. Okay. Absolutely. Mike is a... uh, a treasure.
1: So anyway, the crocodile's fine, or the alligator, whatever it is. Yeah. And so they took
0: him fine. to prison, right? And, uh, the or, and the No, into jail. They put him in a holding cell okay. at the uh, police uh, department. He intentionally flooded the jail cell with toilet water by filling the bowl with wadded up toilet paper yeah. and repeatedly fr- flushing.
1: When that's all? Yeah. That's a dick move. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like, the one who's got to stand in it. He's trying to attract more alligators. Ooh, yeah. Make a little swamp over here so I can beat up some more alligators. Come on, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time since I've beaten up an alligator.
0: <laughs> Here's a really fucking wild story. And uh, I got sent this by two people. Newest Whaler sent it to me in Discord, and so did uh, Igor. After six and a half hours of deliberations, a Colorado jury on Friday found a guy named Mark Redwine. Guilty of second degree murder. Now I'd like to comment on that name. You know how back in the day Red Wine. Yeah. Yeah, people got named like by their profession. Right, sure. Like there's Mr. There's the Smiths.
2: And sure. there's, you know, the Taylors. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. The farmers, you know, whatever. This guy's just apparently comes from a bunch of drunks. Yeah. The fucking red wines. Ah, here come the red wines again. Well it's I-
1: Don't Don't offer them a Riesling. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You could, like, own a vineyard. You don't have to be just, like, a ridiculous drunk. Nah, I think he's a ridiculous drunk. Either way, he was
0: found guilty <laughs> of second-degree murder for killing his 13-year-old son, Dylan, in a fit of rage. Okay. After the boy found photos of red wine wearing a red bra and eating feces from a diaper.
1: Ah, uh, say that again? So, the, the bra thing is... Not even a factor once you talk about eating feces. Out Mr. Of the
0: Redwine is divorced. Yeah. And he has shared custody with his deceased had shared custody with sure. his deceased son. And apparently one weekend his son was going through things he shouldn't have been going through and found a picture of um Mark Redwine wearing a red bra and eating feces from a diaper. And uh, his kid, the following weekend, was like, no, Mom, I don't think I want to go back to Dad's. Right. And he, Dad was like, no, you're fucking coming over here. And then he went over there, and he was like, Dad, I don't want to fucking be here. Can I go sleep with my friends? And he's yeah. like, no, you will not. And uh, he made plans to meet the friends the next day. He never showed up. Mark Redwine reported Dylan missing, but investigators didn't buy it. Dylan Redwine's blood was found in multiple locations of Redwine's living room, including on the couch, the floor in front of the couch, the corner of the coffee table, and the floor beneath the rug and a love seat. Why did it take so long to lock
1: this guy up? This happened in 2012. Yeah. He was just sentenced. Why did this take so long? This, this kid goes – well, uh, you'll get to it. But this, this kid's
0: blood is all over the house. Well, he claimed that uh, the kid cut his finger. Oh, Sure and blood everywhere their finger and
1: bleeding everywhere that happens yeah. all the time that makes sense
0: but then in june 2013 a cadaver dog located dylan's partial remains off an atv trail what a shitty job that is being a cadaver a dog? Cadaver dog that's they fucking love it i have three they dogs it. they fucking love they stinky love fighting shit. cadavers they love finding stinky shit are you kidding okay. me okay you know what the actual training of a cadaver dog is uh, you murdered the dog. Is when they find the body, is that they don't start immediately humping it and chewing <laughs> on it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like that's the, the They training. want to get
1: inside of it. As right. Soon as they they want to it. just immediately Shove crawl into the
0: chest cavity and roll around. That is
1: true. They're disgusting. Yeah, dogs suck.
0: I like mine. They're all right. Yeah, dogs are the best. Mine are pretty good. The indictment states DNA testing showed that Dylan Redwine was the source of blood on the love seat. He went to court. They found the body. And a forensic examination found blunt force trauma to Dylan's skull, as well as a fracture above the boy's left eye. Uh, probably a bear. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> injury experts uh, testified likely were inflicted by another human, oh, not an okay. animal. Oh, okay. Prosecutors argued that Mark Redwine was the only person with a motive to kill Dylan. True. They allege he decapitated his son in an attempt to get rid of evidence and that could link the boy's injuries back to him. I don't know how his head came off. (laughs) I I didn't understand that part. I was drunk. Mr. (laughs) Redwine. Redwine's ex-wife, Betsy Horvath, who said that Redwine had told her that if he ever had to get rid of a body, he would leave it out in the mountains
1: oh you gotta keep your mouth shut i don't know why you're telling people things like this
0: listen man keep it to yourself keep because to yourself. You're, she may be your wife but she could very easily be your ex-wife yes Redwing's son from red Wine's son from a previous marriage you really took, want to say Redwings every time yeah i know man took uh the stand among other things he <laughs> testified that his father had not been particularly interested in helping
1: searchers look for dylan's body yeah that's that's uh what we call a Don't you want to look for your son? Ah, I don't think we're going to find him. I think we should all just probably give up. Yeah, and I don't know if you know this. Red
0: wine appeared on Dr. Phil.
1: Yeah, and this is something that no innocent person does. You don't go on Dr. Phil to say you're innocent if you're actually innocent. This guy was
0: planning on starting an OnlyFans after this shit. (laughs) Like, what was he going on Dr. Phil for? Either way, he will remain in custody until sentencing, which is scheduled for October 8th.
1: (sighs) What well, a weird story
0: that is. Yeah, what would you do if you found that picture of your father? If if oh. would you respect him more?
1: I'm I'm glad you put me in that scenario. <laughs> You're gonna say if my kid found, um, if I found my dad was eating fe- poopoo feces, po- poopy diaper. <laughs> yeah, poopy my dad diaper. was a poopy diaper eater. Poopy diaper. eater. I don't think eater. I'd ever talk to him again, Vinny. That's disgusting. I wouldn't. I've sh- sh- shaken that guy's hand. i would be like, "He's ah! your father."
0: What's that? He's your father.
1: Yeah, that's gross, dude. That's yeah. not cool. I
0: don't think I'm I'd definitely not staying
1: well. over with them for a weekend. No. I find that shit out. Uh, you could, out you could be us. like,
0: we're going to Blockbuster, we're going to Pizza Hut, it ain't gonna happen. I hate staying here.
1: I think you named two places that don't exist anymore. Oh, I'll miss them both.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about it. I I fucking hate streaming shit now. Why is that? Because, like, back in the day, you go to a Blockbuster, right? Yeah. And, like, you had to leave eventually. You had to pick something. True. I could sit there at and, and, and a streaming fucking thing and click
1: there for fucking three hours and never pick something. So I let my wife pick the other night. And we watched this movie called The Sound of Metal. She picked her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I let her pick it. She's like, all right, Carl, you got to go. <laughs> and uh, I pick him. We watched The Sound of Metal. Are you familiar with this movie? No. It is an artsy, fartsy movie. She fell asleep. I had to watch the whole fucking thing. wasn't I, fair. I got to pick yesterday. I wouldn't have picked that from a blockbuster. That's for sure.
0: I watched No Sudden Move on HBO Max.
1: How was that? Don Chidal Benicio Del Toro. Yeah? Eh. Eh, okay. That's the end of our show. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. And don't forget to go to thecreepoff.com to vote for who you think brought the bigger creep today. Well, I brought in Dorothea
0: Puente and Carl brought in
1: Kathy She's Griffin.
0: Kathy Griffin. Here we go again. <laughs> Another week of bullshit. <laughs> You could uh, leave us a voicemail, 585-371-8108. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We have a lot of fun on the Instagram. It's just filled with uh, your fan art and the silly things that you guys yeah, make. Yeah, the Instagram's great. It really is fun. And uh, don't forget, bonus episode tomorrow with Kaya, only on Patreon. So, until next week, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia. <laughs>
3: Fight ten midgets, and is this going to be real or staged? Uh, and the answer is no. That's that's in the works with, with a big organization, big national group, they uh, wanting me to do something like this for a while. And I and I said, what about midgets? And no, the boxing laws, I think ten of them probably beat my ass pretty bad. Uh, and and that's kind of the, the fun of the thing.
2: How fun?
4: Bullshit.